0: You're listening to a Mint Podcast. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello dear listeners. Today's Mint Primer is written by Gopika Gopakumar. The Reserve Bank of India, RBI, has published a draft framework that lays down the broad functions, governance standards and eligibility criteria for setting up a self-regulatory organization, SRO, for fintech companies. Why is such a body needed? Welcome to the Mint Primer Podcast, your go-to source for breaking down today's major news into bite-sized Q&A chunks. I'm your host, Rohan, and in this episode, let's buckle up and embark on this insightful journey through the world of news and information. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. What is RBI concerned about? Fintechs play a pivotal role in India's financial system by saving time, enhancing access and lowering costs. Nonetheless, there are concerns. India's fintech industry is largely unregulated and from time to time, issues crop up on data privacy, cyber security, grievance handling and internal governance. The RBI recognizes the impact that fintechs could have on financial stability due to poor lending standards. The rise in fraudulent loan apps, on the back of rapid growth in digital lending, has added to concerns. Also, a rush to roll out products and services could undermine market integrity and customer protection. So, what exactly is an SRO expected to do? This is the RBI's second attempt to create an SRNO for the fintech sector. In 2020, it released guidelines for a payments SRO. This time, the SRO is expected to cover the entire fintech industry. According to the draft norms, the SRO should be a non-government organization that is expected to identify a path to a phased regulatory compliance. It should engage with the central bank on industry developments, and in developing and updating the taxonomy for fintechs. The SRO is also expected to put in place a code of conduct to foster transparency, fair competition and consumer protection. Now, how big is India's fintech industry? According to the RBNI, India has the largest fintech ecosystem in terms of the number of entities. India's fintech market is projected to hit 150 billion dollars by 2025, a big leap from 50 billion dollars in 2021. This projection indicates that by 2030, the sector could potentially contribute to approximately 13% of the global fintech industry's total revenue, the RBI believes. Are there any good fits for the SRO? The SROs should have membership across entities of all sizes and activities. If there is an inadequate representation at the time of application, a roadmap to more representation has to be provided. FinTech Association for Consumer Empowerment, Digital Lenders Association of India, Payment Council of India (PCI), and FinTech Convergence Council FCC, are some of the industry bodies that are likely to apply for an SRO license. FCC has over 150 members while PCI has more than 120. Others have fewer. What are the other challenges? The RBI has raised the question of how an SRO will create incentives for membership. Should it only have unregulated members, or should there also be regulated fintechs, those with NBFC license? The RBI has also left it to the industry to decide on the number of SRO fintechs that would require recognition. Given the diverse nature of the fintechs, restricting to one SRO could dilute some industry concerns, while having multiple SROs could undermine the representative character of self regulation, it said. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed this eye opening episode. Do you have questions or ideas for future topics? Drop MR Way. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn for all the latest updates. And hey, if you crave more info, hop over to our website at www.htsmartcast.com. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com.